like these are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Time to talk about matchups the 49ers can exploit on offense versus a Baltimore Ravens defense. That is really good. I'm excited to get all into it because finding matchups is the key to winning football, right? Steve Wilkes says it's all about the matchups. And when you're talking offensive football, you have to find matchups that help you, that you can exploit that maybe your player is just a little bit better than their player. Your scheme makes it easier for your player to win. All those things are very difficult, and it gets more difficult the more you look at the opposing team and find there's not that many holes. The, the Baltimore Ravens defense is really, really good. They're well-balanced. They have a good edge defenders. They have good interior defensive linemen. Their linebackers are good. Their cornerbacks compete at a high level, and they have versatile safeties. They even have a ball hawk safety. So when you're looking at their team, it's few and far between that you can find areas to be able to attack. However, knowing the strengths of the San Francisco 49ers and knowing the strengths of Kyle Shanahan's offense and his scheme, you can slowly find little ways and you can find areas to exploit. And that's the whole name of the game. You want to find areas that you can exploit so that way you can move the football consistently. Now, it's not going to be easy. There's going to be tough roads. There's going to be tough plays. Some of your playmakers are just going to have to win. A lot of times, Kyle Shanahan can scheme things up, get guys wide open. But there's sometimes your playmakers are just going to have to make plays, and this is one of those football games. Now, if you go back and you watch some of the games the Baltimore Ravens have played this year, teams have found success in certain areas. And one of those, the Rams and Sean McVay, found areas to run the football. The entire first drive is basically the Rams putting on a show with Kyron Williams running right down the Ravens' throat. Now, that's not easy to do. The Ravens have been good against the run this year. 102 yards per game allowed on the ground. But it gave you a little bit of an idea of an attack the 49ers can go ahead and go with. Because Kyle Shannon understands Sean McVay's offense, so he'll understand his approach. Now, came off of that was a, a set of plays and play action and some of the movement with other players. And the Rams had a lot of success in that game. They scored 31 points. Of course, they lost to the Ravens in overtime. But I thought it gave an idea and a little bit of a glimpse into some of the advantages that an offense like Kyle, like Sean McVay, might have against a Baltimore Ravens defense that, let's be honest, is one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. Now, they give up 16.1 points per game. That's not a lot. Uh, but they definitely are a good team. And so we're going to get all into it in this episode. Like always, like and subscribe, please, on the push for 5K. Really appreciate all your support. If you're listening on an audio platform, four years cut back on Believe, please give it a five-star rating. And if you're going to be betting on this game, maybe you're going to bet on the over-under with both of these teams being so good on defense, both being explosive on offense, I don't know. Bet with Bet Online. All the major pro sports are back in action this week with college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. 
including news from pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So finding a matchup that benefits the 49ers usually starts with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's ability to match up against linebackers and to find areas where he can win consistently has been the name of the game. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. And I was talking to Johnny Dell the other day, and we had a good conversation. And one of the things he brought up was Debo against these linebackers. And I think that's actually a good idea. And I think that is an area the 49ers can match up. And we've seen Kyle be able to scheme this up. Now, I will say this. I do still believe Christian McCaffrey can win against the linebackers for the Baltimore Ravens. Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, they are very good. I mean, really good. They can run. They can track. They can tackle. They are superb. If there's one area and one weakness you can find, it could be them in pass coverage. And it's not like it's a huge weakness. It's just a little spot you can pick at. And I think they're going to win some. They're going to lose some. But maybe you can get some big wins against them. And the reason that this matchup is interesting is because you can get Debo Samuel locked in on Roquan Smith in space. That's advantage 49ers. That's where you have a bigger linebacker against a more nimble but more effective route runner in Debo Samuel. Most teams struggle to find a matchup that gets a wide receiver or a playmaker like Debo Samuel on a linebacker like Roquan Smith. However, the way Kyle Shanahan uses his personnel groupings and uses his formations and also uses Debo Samuel, he does get those matchups because you might come up and think you've got one look. Next thing you know, George Kittle moves to the other side. Kyle Ushak eventually motions over. Now Debo's coming out of the backfield, and you've had movement to go ahead and replace to make sure you're over there in case there's a run play. Now Debo is one-on-one with Roquan Smith in space. And if he gets a choice route, right, that puts Roquan Smith in a dangerous situation. So this is one of the matchups that I'm sure Kyle Shanahan wants to get. Now you're not going to get it all game, right? You're going to get it a couple of times. So when you do, you have to make sure you take advantage of it. And, of course, Baltimore, they're very smart. They're going to come out with a game plan that tries to prevent this from happening. But the usage of a wide back in the offense is one of the most unique ways that Kyle Shanahan can attack. Because I've said this before, when you look at a chessboard and the way Kyle Shanahan does, he has a unique advantage over every other offense in the league. He has two queens. He can go ahead and use Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel almost interchangeable. They can do everything the other one can, whether that's in the run game or that's in the passing game. Both of them are well-equipped to handle anything he asks them to do. So what that does is present unique challenges for a defense. And this is where I believe that the linebackers are going to have everything they can handle. And this is what you want, right? As a football fan, you want your best players on offense matched up with their best two linebackers. I mean, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen are two of the best in the entire league. This is a heavyweight fight. And we're going to get matchups one-on-one with those guys. It's going to be fantastic. And I think that Kyle Shanahan sees that advantage, and he's going to try to take advantage of it. 
And that's one of the key matchups I think that the 49ers can really lean on is Debo Samuel versus Roquan Smith, even though I do believe Christian McCaffrey can have some success in the same kind of matchup. Now, another area, it's not a body, it's not a person, but a matchup to exploit is the 49ers' motions and shifts against the Ravens. I gave you a small glimpse talking about Debo moving Kittle to the other side, then motioning check across as a snap happens can create a one-on-one situation for Debo. Well, there's a lot of situations you can create chaos within the Baltimore Ravens team. The more you move and the more you shift, the more people have to move pre-snap. Every time a motion or shift happens, it causes movement amongst multiple defensive players. You go back and you watch some of the games. The games where Baltimore faced more motion, there's a lot more movement. It also reveals coverage, so when you get those man situations or you get those blitzes, it can sometimes give it away. The Rams game is one I keep leaning on because it's similar to the 49ers offense for the mere factor that McVay's been using a lot of motion this year. Whether that's motioning across, fake jet sweeps, the exit motion just the same way that Mike McDaniel has been doing in Miami, those are all things that Kyle Shanahan has in his repertoire. And moving guys back and forth can not just reveal things, but can also give you a strategic advantage. We've seen in other weeks the 49ers go with a motion and no one from the defense moves. They might move the first time you send someone to the other side, but after that, they stay put. They're so worried about a counterplay or something coming back the other way, they're afraid to overload one side. And they should be, because Kyle will take advantage of them. But what it does is it gives the 49ers a unique advantage to have angles that are better for them. Whether that's in the run game, being able to now get a defensive uh, lineman in an improper position, so now you can run by him in the zone scheme and get to the second level, where before he was protecting linebackers that you were going to have to deal with them. So the 49ers' usage of motion and shifts in this game is going to play a big part. And I think Baltimore is going to be well-coached up on it. Don't get me wrong. I think they're going to be well-equipped. But the 49ers' variations of motions that they run are completely unique to them. We talked about exit motion. They run the motion across. They run orbit motion. They run bump motion. I just named four motions that you have to be ready for. One of those is simply a bumper motion, running back, motioning out, side shuffling to the side. Creates an opportunity and some space for him to be able to get out in space and catch the football. Motioning across can mean multiple multitude of things. He can keep going and you can go out for a pass. You go, you could motion across, block the edge defender. You can motion across and run a Texas route over the middle of the field. You could run a, a, a wheel route up the sideline. There's a lot of variations. And then you've got orbit motion where you motion and then you go a, a back around the quarterback. You can motion in front and then orbit. You can motion just orbit around behind all those things. All that window dressing is eye discipline for a defense. I see Debo going. I got to go with Debo, but yet where's McCaffrey going? It, it gets your eyes going one way or the other. It slows you down as a defense. And if a defense doesn't guess wrong, yes, they can come up with negative plays. That's something that Cleveland did at a high level against the 49ers. But the 49ers usage of all this motion is key. As something as simple as exit motion, where you take a player and motion them to the sideline, from a stack or bunch set on the right to the sideline, and all of a sudden it opens up more spacing in the zone coverage for Brock Purdy to be able to find one of his receivers. 
One of his guys can now sit down in a bigger zone. There's more area to cover. It puts defenders in a horizontal or vertical stretch depending on the route concept. It is completely unique to what the 49ers do, and I think that is something they're going to lean on in this game because the 49ers have usage in the in the motions has been great. And I also think it's going to happen with shifts. 49ers have been running a lot of ace formation. That means a single back set, but with two wing players, and they've had Ushek and Kittle doing that the most. And then they've been using them going back and forth. Sometimes they're leading up the hole. Sometimes they're going out. There's just so much. And I think that is one of the unique things that the 49ers do is they present the, the so many looks, but it's pretty much the same play, just with a different look. Mastery by Kyle Shadan. So I think motions and shifts are going to be big in this game. I think personnel groupings are going to play into it as well. I look for the 49ers uh, to run some 21 personnel. with you know they, That's what they run the most. That means two running backs, one tight end. So you check uh, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. Probably that'll be the primary, pri- primary formation they run. They'll run some 12 personnel where they put Warner out there with Kittle and McCaffrey because, to be honest with you, Charlie Warner has blocked at such a great level this year. I think that's something they'll do personnel-wise. And I do expect to see some 11 personnel. Now, if Jawan Jennings doesn't play in this game, uh, I know he's, you know, he's in concussion protocol. He's trending. But if he doesn't play in this game, then the 49ers might not run as much 11 personnel as maybe they would like to. Uh, because he's a really good blocker, and you could find some good matchups for him as far as in the blocking area. But if not, you got to go with more of your base set, more 21 personnel. Get Kyle Juszczyk out there, uh, 12 personnel. Get uh, Charlie Warner out there and let them do some of the blocking. Brock Purdy versus the Blitz. This is another area I think is something that 49ers can take advantage of and exploit. So... Baltimore's not, like, crazy aggressive, right? We've seen the, the teams this year, uh, Wink Martindale and the Giants, uh, just crazy aggressive, coming after you every single time. We've seen that. That's not what happens here. Baltimore, so good. Disguises coverages, disguises blitzes, uh, come from unique angles. They do line stunts up front. It's well orchestrated. But I think Brock Purdy has gotten to the point now where he can really recognize what a defense is showing him, and he can go ahead and beat it. And his blitz ability to beat to beat the blitz is at another level. And I think this could become an advantage for the 49ers because if Baltimore decides that they have to bring heat to Brock Purdy, it could open up some avenues for him to be able to have some big plays uh, to his playmakers. Because if you're bringing an extra guy after Brock Purdy, you don't have an extra guy to block Debo Samuel or cover George Kittle. And so I think you could find some advantages there. Most of the time, I'd worry about a quarterback getting blitzed, but I don't worry about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's so comfortable within the system. He understands what his hot reads are. He knows he can get rid of the football in certain areas. And I know Kyle Shanahan, knowing how good the Baltimore Ravens are, are going to come out with a very unique uh, you know, set of reads and hot routes that he, they can get rid of the football quick. The checkdowns and everything are going to be different this week than what they've been before. They have to. And so I think they're going to be well-equipped. They have an extra day of preparation. And I do think Brock Purdy is going to be able to handle this situation. To me, Brock Purdy is one of the better ones at handling the blitz because of his cool and calm demeanor, his attention to detail, his accuracy, and his willingness to throw the football before the receiver is even making his break. Uh, 
throwing with anticipation is so huge in the NFL, and Brock Purdy does it at such a high level. So do I expect Baltimore to come after him all the time with blitzes? No, I don't. But when they do, that's when Brock Purdy needs to shine. And I think he can. I think this is an advantage for the 49ers is when the blitz comes, I think Brock Purdy can win more times than he's going to lose. And I'm hoping that a couple of those end up being big plays for the San Francisco 49ers in this matchup. Pass catchers versus Marcus Williams. Uh, Marcus Williams plays safety for the Baltimore Ravens, and he's a solid player. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not like you're going out there and you're like, oh, this is the weak link. We're going to take you know charge of him. But when you're looking at all the players that they have in their secondary, this might be the one. And the reason I say that is because you can get some unique matchups where you get one of your inside receivers matched up with him in space or down the field if he has deep half coverage. And I think that's where you can take advantage of him. And so I've seen it in the in the goal line situations where he was getting beat to corner routes uh, because they'll put you in some unique situations. They like, like I said, uh, they like to bring blitz. They like to you know, show, show you some different coverages, try to confuse you. And when that happens, sometimes you can get some unique matchups. As a quarterback, Brock Purdy's going to have to recognize those matchups. But I think he can. And I think this is a matchup that the 49ers can beat in a few different areas. That's why I said pass catchers versus Marcus Williams. Because the key, story, the key fact here is it doesn't matter if it's Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, or Christian McCaffrey. I believe they all have a distinct advantage against him. And like I said, he'll compete. He's going to get physical with them. He's going to play them tough. But every single one of them can create separation one way or the other. Whether that's Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey using their elite um, route running ability or Debo Samuel being able to use his muscle, I think that him and George Kittle can find ways to get open. And I think this is a matchup the 49ers will look to isolate. When you get down into the red zone, they definitely like the blitz. And a lot of times they like the blitz Kyle Hamilton. And when they do... That'll give you a one-on-one -on -one situation with uh, Marcus Williams. And that's the advantage you have to take. So take advantage of those. And if you're establishing a run game, you're going to have some openings over the middle of the field as well. So I think that this is one that the 49ers can look to take advantage of. It's not going to be clear cut. You're going to have to, once again, scheme it up, find the right matchup, find the right coverage at the time. A lot of play calling is trying to get a good grasp of what that defensive coordinator is going to do. And you want to catch him in a certain coverage with your certain look at the right time. And if you do, you're going to have a potential of a big play. And that's exactly what Kyle Shanahan tries to do. That's why he has so much pre-snap movement. That's why he has so many different personnel groupings, because by using those, he can kind of manipulate the defense to give him the look that he wants. Now teams don't like being manipulated and they like having players that are very versatile to try to limit the ability to manipulate. But Kyle Shanahan's usage of positionless players is what makes it so difficult. So that's why when I said pass catchers, I'm talking about a variety of different players, including Kyle Juszczyk. Now, I don't expect Kyle Juszczyk to go out there and beat him one-on-one. -on -one. I'm just saying, sometimes you end up getting Kyle Juszczyk matched up on the outside with one of your best corners like Marlon Humphrey and you've got other guys that on the inside that are battling against Brandon Ayuk. So you can get a matchup that way if you find them in zone coverage. I expect the Ravens will try to never let Brandon Ayuk uh, get inside on some of these guys, but I think that's an advantage the 49ers can have. Is Brandon Ayuk in the slot against Kyle Hamilton? 
And it's not like it's not a tried-and-true method. Last week, when they played Jacksonville Jaguars, this was something that Todd Peterson told Troy Aikman and them that they were going to do. They were going to try to get a matchup of Calvin Ridley one-on-one with Kyle Hamilton in the slot. And it worked. The thing is, Calvin Ridley's a good route runner. He was able to create separation. And I nowhere want to say that Kyle Hamilton's not a good player because, boy, is he good. He's good against the run. He's really good in coverage. He's nice and long. He can play the ball at the point of attack. Like he's, he's a solid player in this league. But when you find him in matchups like this against a guy like Brandon Ayuk, who's an elite route runner, and he can create separation the way that he does, creates over three yards of separation uh, you know, per route. This is one of those things where I think that Brandon Ayuk's a mismatch in this scenario. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, Kyle Hamilton's good. And they're going to try to limit the ability of the 49ers to find this matchup. I think definitely it was something Jacksonville was able to take advantage of, right? If you're a good defensive coordinator, you're going to adjust. You don't want to see the same looks and get the same matchups. Uh, So I think that they'll probably try to protect Hamilton from these situations. But it's the situation you're looking for. Because when you have an effective run game like the 49ers do, and you can run the ball for 140 yards a game, Hamilton has to be out there sometimes uh, when you have these sub packages, when they're a nickel, because he's got to help in the run. You go with a smaller cornerback, he's going to have to deal uh, with stopping the run, and that's not something you want. So you want Hamilton on the field. But because Hamilton has to be on the field to stop the run, it opens him up to potentially getting beat in the passing game. Now we'll say this for him. I think with his height, his length, and his speed, uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup when he's lined up on George Kittle. George Kittle sometimes can beat corners, and then there's sometimes some safeties can hang with them. So it all depends on the matchup. That one is an interesting matchup for me. That's not a matchup I look for the 49ers to exploit. That's why I'm not talking about it. I think that's a matchup where you got two blue-chip guys who could battle the whole time. Sometimes Kittle wins, sometimes Hamilton wins. Well, the reason I'm talking about Ayuk is because I think that's where you can exploit it. Brandon Ayuk's route running is what separates him from the rest of the guys. And so getting that matchup you want with Brandon Ayuk one-on-one with Hamilton is a key in this game. And I think you could, you could have a possibility of getting some big plays out of it. Like I said, there's not a lot of you know, places you can find wins, uh, but this is one. And they could probably get a couple of big plays on Hamilton if they get the right matchup. And Kyle Shanahan is about breaking tendency. He's about doing things that you're not ready for. So if you think that you have an idea of what they're going to do on a certain route concept, be weary because he might just change it. And another one that I want to talk about is in the run game. And I told you the Rams had some success, and they did. And watching the film, you know, there's not a lot of areas where you can find opportunities to run against the Ravens. They give up 102 yards per game. That's very good. They have really good interior defensive line. Um, they have great guys on the outside. I mean, it's it's a stacked group. They have big hosses. Uh, they have Matabuke, who's been absolutely great. Michael Pierce and Broderick Washington. And then their edge defenders are away and Clowney. And then you talk about their linebackers, right? It's, it's ridiculous. But one area I think they can they can win. And, you know, the thing was when I talked about this against the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Pittsburgh fans were not happy with me. I don't, I don't know how Baltimore fans will be. But I think they can go out of way. 
And I know a lot of people say, hey, that's not the advantage. But whenever Trent Williams is blocking an edge defender, that's an advantage for the 49ers. I understand how good Jadavion Clowney is, but even if he was over there going against Trent Williams, I'm taking Trent Williams. He's that good as a run blocker. So I think they can take advantage of a way. And part of the reason I think that is the way the 49ers run duo and pass off in the run game. They will double team and they use a variety of different guys. So one play, it could be Trent and George. One play, it could be uh, George and Charlie Warner. Another play, it could be George and Kyle Juszczyk. It could be Trent and Jawan Jennings. They confuse you and move things around so much, you just don't know who's coming at you. And the other thing that's key is sometimes it's not just about getting the push, but it's about the players that are coming back to hit you. So Way and and also Clowney are going to have to be watching and waiting for the 49ers coming back to cut or to trap them and kick them out and run underneath. So it gives them a lot more responsibility. They have to squeeze it down. They have to take it on. And so I think Clowney is a step above away as far as stopping the run. Uh, but they also have to contend with the fact that uh, Matabuke is going to be over there. So they that's the one thing that they have an advantage on on that side. Away and Matabuke on the same side. Or on the other side, you have Clowney. You know, and you still have a very talented Broderick Washington, but a little bit different you know, for Colton McKivitz. Uh, you know, and um, John Feliciano. So I think Trent Williams, Charlie Warner, and George Kittle can create some opportunities in the run game. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what Chris Furster and Kyle Shanahan come up with. Last week's unique way of handling what was going on with Arizona was so fun to watch. They were looping in George Kittle, Jawan Jennings into the middle of the field and basically having them take away a safety who had walked in as the eighth man Buda Baker was getting hit right as Christian McCaffrey was getting to the hole sometimes. And then sometimes those guys became leads almost in an ISO type situation where they isolate a defender, usually a linebacker and block them. And then McCaffrey makes the run off the unique uh, attention to detail for the 40 yards run game is so impressive. So I think they're going to work to try to get the edge. Uh, but the, the main thing is coming up with an eclectic style uh, going with different types of looks, different run styles, counters, uh, you know, running some of the the counter tray plays that they run, um, running some of the power O that they run. It's going to be very important to run not just your outside zone, uh, but also some of your gap scheme as well. I think it's going to be a fun game because this is a this is a real dogfight. The other thing that the 49ers have to do in this matchup is they're going to have to go horizontal some. So 49ers have been going vertical pretty consistently. But I want to see them go horizontal a little bit and get the ball out of Brock Purdy's hands quickly with some quick screens to Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Just mix it up. Get those looks because I I believe that we need to make uh, the defensive line for the Baltimore Ravens chase, whether that is bubble screens, whether that is screens to Christian McCaffrey, uh, running back screens, whatever you have to do, make them chase. It's time to make people chase horizontally and try to wear them down also going to be very effective in making them cover every inch of grass right now Brock Purdy's been the best at that so far throwing it outside throwing it vertically down the field he's been able to do it all I think some throws near the line of scrimmage could take it to the next level so these are some of the matchups I think the 49ers can exploit in this game there's other matchups that are must win matchups I'm going to talk about those in the game preview show 
you guys can come through for that. I'm going to do the game preview show on Saturday. But come check out the game preview show. Going to be talking all about this matchup, 49ers versus Ravens. But uh, even a deeper dive, get in some bold predictions, pick the, the winner of this football game. Going to be a great one. We're inching closer. The holiday season is almost here. And so we're getting close to this game, an absolute showdown on Christmas Day. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please like and subscribe to the video. Uh, I really appreciate that. Of course, the channel is on the push for 5K. Audio platform, numbers going through the roof. You couldn't do it without any one of you guys. You guys are the best. This episode, Matchups to Exploit versus the Baltimore Ravens, is brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers way.